Well, hello, boys and girls. Once again, we're back. Uh, Joseph Vesey is still not in the building, but this is your man, Dean Edwards, and I am in the building, son. Big Mike is in the building with the thumbs up on the soundboard. He said, what up? And this week, like I said, we, we had so much to talk about last week and didn't get to cover everything. So we said, you know what? We're going to do it again this week. I brought my man Rick Younger is back in the building. Yes, I am. A comic actor extraordinaire. And we brought back, it's been, it's been, Mark, it's been, it's been like, like 30 some odd episodes, son. Mr. Theobald from, from the Black Writer episode, one of one of our highest rated episodes uh, thus Thank far, um, came back. Mr. I'm Mark writing right Theobald. now. <laughs> <laughs> He's writing about dudes kissing He's, dudes. Right, right. <laughs> Mark, Mark, Mark heard uh, last week's episode where we discussed uh, Rick, um, you know, uh, working on Rent, uh, the musical Rent, and having to kiss a guy. And what's the first thing Mark says when you he gets You kissed the dude? I didn't even see, I haven't seen Rick in months. And that's the first thing I said to him. You kissed the guy? He's, he's been my friend for almost 20 years. He's rethinking the whole thing. He's, re, he's reevaluating. You know what? He, he, always, like, he always wanted to borrow my to kiss me? <laughs> well, yo, man, it's, it's good to have y'all back in, man. Uh, before we get into things... Um, that, that, and also just to just to give, I don't I don't know if I gave enough uh gave you enough props last week, but uh, Rick is an accomplished uh comedian and actor, man. You've seen him in numerous commercials. Uh, what well, uh the movie you you had a nice nice role in uh that Morning Glory, board, Morning Glory, Morning Glory. Yeah. Uh, um, he creates his own own content, which we're going to discuss. Created and his he, own opportunity. And he was co-writer on Tracy's special. Co-writer on Tracy Morgan's uh recent comedy special, yeah. which was titled um Bonafide. 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 Uh, uh yeah. also toured with Tracy Morgan yeah. um yeah. for the last year, as well as Mark Theobald before. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know what, Mark, Mark and I, Mark and I were, and we were in a short film that that me and my wife wrote together called uh, Whistle and Snap. Oh yeah, Whistle, about, and, Whistle snap. and Snap. About two jazz musicians about to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. One's a whistler, the other one's a snapper. Y'all told me about yeah. that. I was I was the snapper. Yeah. Is that is that a bit? Can people catch that online? Yes. All right, listen closely. Mentat m e n t a t dot tv slash comedy slash whistle. Dash snap. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yes. You know, it could have only all you were using was dot edu. Or you can go or you can just go to mentat.tv. So M-E-N-T-A-T dot TV. Okay. And you know, it's it's easy to find once you get there. Yeah, I was, I was just gonna giving say, you, you know we're, we're living in the do it for link. the vine era know, where you know. they just click on it. Yeah, no. He wants me. You you just left a, a trail of breadcrumbs for people to follow. <laughs> and like it's not easy. I can't do it. Right, right. People <laughs> tap out nowadays. But um, yeah, very accomplished talent. And Mark Mark also a uh, accomplished talent man. He's he's written. Uh, you wrote for Tracy Morgan's first special and his recent special. Right. Yeah, you toured with Tracy. He has a a, a script. Can we 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 stole we kind of scathed over. When when last we left our hero Mark Theobald, uh, we addressed the fact that he had worked on a script. Can we d discuss that any more in depth at this time? Or? I don't care. Okay, at this point, <laughs> that's how you know I mean, how exhausted no it's become. But you know what? I don't think like we won't talk about anything detrimentally, you know. But no, I, 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 mean, I, I I would like whatever. to I don't. Uh, go go more in depth uh, in that. Um, 
prior to getting to that, I would like to say, I think uh, Rick did a great thing um, with all of us and for all of us. Uh, he put together, and we, we began uh, discussing it last week. Mm -hmm. Rick was the, uh, came up with a concept and, and brought it to fruition of sold out comedy. Yeah. Uh, which was, I guess, would you say, a comedy troupe of of like-minded comics yeah, that yeah. felt they did not have to... Like-minded um, black comics that didn't have to use profanity to well, fill a room and get, get yeah. a laugh. The thing was, it was like, um, I kind of was like thinking of a clean Kings of Comedy when I first thought of okay. the, the idea. At the time, I was uh, having uh, a... a Breakfast with my then manager Marty Fisher. May he rest in peace. Rest in peace, Marty. And um, Marty's we was dead. Marty's, Marty's dead. been dead for a while. Did about, I know that? <laughs> I think you didn't forgot. Yeah, Marty's been dead for about four <laughs> years. Right? Oh, maybe four, maybe four, four years. five years. My son Marty is five. Dead. Marty, Marty never. My, was I was I was I married when Marty died. I don't know. Well, That's anyway, Marty Marty's is been dead. dead for a while. Okay, Marty's but dead. But I was meeting uh, with him at the time. Marty. He was very alive. Right. And um, we were having that, you know, manager client meeting where you're talking about what you're trying to do, what right. you're up to. Your goal meeting. Yeah. And like at the end of the, the whole thing, and I was just kind of like in past, like, you know what would be, I think would be a great idea? It was a, like a clean case of comedy. He said, well, if you did it, who would you have on there? Mm. And I said, Dean Edwards, Mark Theobald, um, <laughs> Wally you Collins. You came first, right? You um, saw that? Because <laughs> I'm on your show. When I'm doing my show, it'll be the other Both. way around. Um, Mike Yard. Um, Leanne Lord. Leanne Lord. And Wally. Wally Collins, yeah. Wally Collins. So like, I, he's like, well, why? So you want to do it? I was like, sure. So he's like, all right. And uh, so he's like, I can get you the venue. So he got us the venue, which was the improv, improv at the time. Future and, um, Broadway Comedy Club. And we started doing the show. At the time, we called it Uptown on Broadway. Right, right, because, right. Because, right. uh, you know, kind of like the whole idea of Uptown representing right. Harlem and black folks, you know. and But we were, you know, on Broadway. Um which means for the white folks. Right. So because it was kind of like <laughs> it was like kind of like a clean kings clean kings of comedy but I was like not simply just narrowing it down to just that. It was kind of more a group of comedians mm -hmm. who could work both sides. Right. Right. You know, most uh pretty much all of us started uh as a result of Def Jam or during the time that Jeff Def Jam first started. So all of us had our experiences of going to that side of the fence or having Doing come mainstream yeah or having come out at the time where Def Jam was so popular that when you went to the mainstream rooms they saw your black face and just they automatically assumed, said yeah. I got enough Def Jam acts well, well I'm not that you yeah. know you know but um so, I think everybody you mentioned on that lineup pretty much probably had had experience going to a comedy club yeah. and having you remember Tim at stand up New York yeah, yeah. yeah he did, he almost verbatim like you just said uh I said, how how do I go about getting uh, on your on your show or on your some of your shows? And yeah. he's like, well, what credits? And I said, well, I did Def Jam. Oh, so you're gonna motherfucker and push it? And I was like, I I don't do that, you know. Right. And, and it still took a couple of months <laughs> to uh, sort of I, get. I remember we used to me and Todd used to have to stand outside Stand Up New York. Oh wow! And yeah, when, I when do they, remember. They, you was on because you got SNL, yeah. and we would right. stand out in, with a bar. Yeah, y'all gotta. You can't stand right here. 
Why? Why? We, and the comics are standing right. in. Why we black. Did, we ended up standing outside. We're like, it's, really? It's raining. And I was like, <laughs> there's a frozen. Oh, people house. don't understand uh, the, the I know, what it's comedy like, used to be like. It's like you stepped in a comedy club. It's 1947 yep. Brooklyn. Listen here, Robinson. I need you to go in there, and you're gonna steal some bases. Yeah, look you know? here. Uh, we gonna need you to go in through the kitchen, but there is no kitchen. <laughs> exactly. So you build the kitchen, and go through it. But yeah, exactly. so it was like, um, I wanted to present an opportunity for us to kind of tell our story as well as show mm -hmm. our wares. So the show actually um, consisted of us doing our stand-up, right. telling stories from the experiences of going to these clubs or playing venues and um, experiencing both sides of the fence. And then we would open up the the, the room and right. take questions and answers. Everybody would wind up on stage at the end of the show. After, yeah. after everybody did, did sort of their set, their stick, what have you, then we would all... Uh, you know, sort of curtain call and then uh, bring up stools and, and sit down and, and Q&A with the audience. Yes. Right. And it, I it, used to like, I that that was, uh, I enjoyed that part of the show a, a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's just funny, man, because it's like, it gave, a, it bonded us because it's yeah. like, to this day, we all have that, you know, like, it's funny because Mike is like, out of all of us, Mike is probably the most antisocial. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I didn't need it, but right. I, I Mike, did it. Mike is the kind of guy who, it's like, Mike reminds me a lot of my brother, which is very funny because they both are born in October. And um, he's the kind of guy who scares people who don't know him. Right, right. You know, and, but he gets around us and he's like, this guy, that, if people see that same Mike around us, he's like, right. man, I love that show. It's like, <laughs> he's like, can we do it again? Which is a very non-Mike type of thing to say. But um, it was it was it was really a great time. We, you know, you look forward to Thursdays. Right, yeah. Right, you know? yeah. And like we all had the kind of careers where it's very possible that, you know, one of us may not be or a couple of us may not be available on Thursday to do the show, but as many of us as, right. as could would right. do the show. Yeah, I always felt bad because I was because I always wound up with like a road gig or something, you know, like because uh, comics on the road, the 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 road usually begins Wednesday to right. Thursday. And I always was like, damn, everybody gonna think I'm trying to do an Eddie Kane. And <laughs> I ain't trying to be here. I was like, but I, I used to look forward to going yeah. to do the joint, but I was like, I gotta go go on the road and make this money. Yeah, you know, we we all have family. So but uh yeah, so it was and also the club. I remember waitresses saying this is the best show we have here all week. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's funny because I think we alluded to it before uh, the the last show. We talked about how clubs, uh, especially when we started, had that had their quotas. Right, right. So whenever you had more than two black guys on the show, it became a black show. Right. Right. And so like when we started our show with six black people. Right. And it was like it was a set cast because we had stories and we had the Q and A. So it was like, you know, people would come and want to be on the show. We like it's not that kind of show. It's like you know, this it's like a you like you wouldn't go up to SNL and say, "Hey man, can I get a spot this week?" You know, right? right, right. You know, get, not, some get a high five. It's, so, but it was like, um, uh, it, it it became like an event for the mm -hmm. club. Mm -hmm. You know, because at first they they put us in a small room, right? And then one of the managers of the show of the club saw the show right. and really liked it. And then they gave us the regular Thursday night. Right, so the big This room. is like, you know, these are people visiting New York. So we had people from all over the world. Right. And they were like, man, this is the best show we've seen in New York. And we've gone to various clubs. And, you know, every once in a while, they would force us to put somebody on the show because they were a celebrity. Right. And it would be funny to watch some of these, like, popular comics, especially popular white comics, mm -hmm. come on and do the show. And people come up to us afterwards. 
uh, who didn't who who weren't big comedy fans. They just knew what they liked. They were like, "Who was that guy? He wasn't as good as the rest of <laughs> right, you guys." Right, right, right. right. <laughs> you know, but well, because um, we had a synergy too. You yeah. can't fake chemistry um, in the industry. You can't. You know, if you if you have, uh, you know, what whatever you do, whether it's uh, Chappelle's show or or, or uh, you know working with Harrison Ford or. Uh, you know, I remember working on uh, Shrek the Musical, and, and I went through three different Shreks. Yeah. And the last Shrek, uh, Stephen Glickman, real, real one of one of my good friends to this day. The reason he wound up doing it the longest and being the one that stayed the longest was because he and I just had, we clicked. Yeah. That's not to take away from the other two casts that yeah. uh, play Shrek. They they did brilliant things in their own right as far as that character. But which sounds weird to say, yeah. right? But uh, Glickman and I playing Donkey and Shrek yeah. clicked off stage when we yeah. first met. He he knew he knew uh, he's he's uh, Max's cousin in law. Oh, and okay. Max and I are good yeah. friends. So and uh, he knows Ian Edwards. So when we first met, yeah. and he says, yeah. He's like, yeah, I know Ian Edwards. I said, yeah, I know Max. He's like, oh, and so we just yeah, clicked, right. and that's you can't, you can't fake chemistry. You either have it and bond with people. It's like when you when uh, you have be it the Temptations or or, right, or, right. or or Black Street or whomever. You have a, a which version? A, a, right, <laughs> right, but that's, group. A, that's 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 the thing. You you look at the versions of the temptation. Yeah, you look at but the original. But there's a reason why everybody knows the originals and Dennis Edwards. Yeah, that's right, true. That's right. True. Because there was something something unique. You knew these dudes were in the foxholes before they made money yeah. together. You know, they they were in the trenches with each other, building when when everybody was sharing one one or two uh, cups of, of Raymond Noodle. You know, and, and, <laughs> and so I think we all sort of came up together. Yeah. Uh, on the circuit, even if we weren't hanging tight, we all knew each other, yeah, so we all shared that, that common bond. And so when we got on stage, it just made it uh, uh, a natural and e easy progression to sort of share the stage and not feel like we were stepping on each yeah. other. Like, and you, and you the know. thing that's so great about the show is that um, it wasn't like I I had this, like, not like I put like 50 names on a table and started mixing them together. Right. These were the names that came to me like oh. immediately, right. and everybody's so different, right? You know, it's like um, so it was like it was it was never an issue, and um, now that time has passed, because uh, another thing that happened with our film and with our show was that uh, a filmmaker saw our show and wanted to make a documentary. Right, right, um, right, right. Jonathan Appel, may he rest in peace. Right, it seemed like, right. Right. wait a minute, this show is surrounded by death. <laughs> no, but, Look, uh, and I was about to bring up, um, we, we, I never discussed on the show Robin Williams' passing, so we will uh, be talking oh, yeah, about that talking, later. Yeah, I'd yeah. love to talk about that because yeah. that's all on the Facebook. Everybody's yeah. arguing yeah. about it. But, uh, so... Yeah, whichever, whichever. Yeah. But... Uh, okay, yeah. That's true. Right. <laughs> so, um, what was the thing? Uh, oh, so I, I I didn't go in like yeah. So uh, Jonathan Appel he saw the show and he's like, I think this should be documented. Okay. So we have a documentary that went to the Friars Club First Comedy Film Festival and won the Audience Choice Award. It. You know, it, but it's like um, very good documentary, very good. And, um, uh, what you call it? What's in it? Who? Uh, Mia. May I she just, rest I in peace. I just remember. I know she died. <laughs> yes, uh, I, like, oh damn. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's uh, Mike Yard's, Mike Yard's uh, former wife. It just might explain and why. They had a really good scene. Yes, in yes. It. Mike yeah, says we, he can't watch the movie anymore because of, you know, of that. Of that. But, um, Very good scene. But yeah, I so it's like the the show uh, the show really really affected people yeah, and had an influence because we should do a, a reunion. What's going that on? Is, that's that's what we've been talking about. But uh, a couple of weeks ago for for um, Throwback Thursday, I put the old um, oh yeah sold out comedy flyer on yeah. my Instagram. Yeah, that was fun. And it created this this conversation <laughs> and. Um, Come to find out, there's these young comics who used to watch. That some of them who may not even have been comics at the time, who like, oh my goodness, I used to, I loved you guys, and this, that, and, and I'm like, we influenced people. Oh, we didn't even oh, know. There it. you go. We're touching lives. We did. <laughs> we did something great. Fellas. I mean, you know, some of them them have then gone on and done uh, watered down versions of our show, and then never called us again. But. Um, yeah, well, you know. you know, these things happen. <laughs> you, know, you can't have everything. And some, sometimes dude, people, hey, get your head out of my pocket. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't be a con ever call me, Riddle. But yeah, that was that was like my that was my first well, one of my early forays into producing mm-hmm. like like on a you know larger scale. Cause like I said, when I when I went back to Baltimore, I produced my own show once a month right, doing right, my right. stand-up. And um I I used to have a night down in the village at the Village Lantern. The like actually the first comedy show that you at the Village Lantern. Now they do it every every night. Um, right, that's something. But then I did sold out comedy, and that was like the first like thing where like it's the show, it's the documentary, right. um, and kind of like made me say, okay, then I guess I could put producer on my list of slashes. You can you can add to IMDb. Yeah, it's it's funny because. The things that you sometimes the things you learn from just doing something mm-hmm. that you just decide to do, you know, because it's like because of that that skill, I was able to do the Rick Younger show, right? Which was my show with uh, where I have my six piece band, I sing with the band, do sketch and improv. I have uh, you all you guys have been on it. You right. came on as yeah. Denzel, yeah. Uh, Mark was yes, a, I did. like a character every show, um, yes, I did. I and you guys that. also did stand up. Right. I had stuff like the Ricky wheel, you spin the wheel, whatever yeah, it lands yeah, on. Yeah. You know, it was a fun show. Um, on to producing our own um, short films and web web content. And now I'm working on my my web series. Okay. okay. So what's the name of the web series? It's uh Rick Younger Celebudad. Okay. It's uh it's, Celebudad. It kind of uh has sprung up because every day you pick pictures yeah. of I put pictures me, of, hold on, hold on. Let me let me control this. <laughs> Every morning, uh, if if you open up your Instagram, there is a picture of uh, one Mr. Rick Younger. And Rory. And Rory. <laughs> A.K.A. the, the youngest Younger. If, if you have no other happy smile or thought in your mind during the day, you can see Rick and Rory, the the, the Dawes, you know. You can see the, R, the R.Y. crew on uh, Instagram just uh, giving you the biggest, happiest grin <laughs> to where you're like, Okay, suddenly the day is gonna be okay. <laughs> but you know, it's funny because I've I've done that, and it started because one day he was upset and fussy, and we were going out to catch the bus for school, and I was saying to him, I was like, "Dude, um, you get to choose whether you're gonna be happy or not." Right, right. I said, "Let's take a picture and let's get a nice smile." Right. And he, he we took the picture, and so the next day we did it again. So I was like, "Okay, I think the message has been sent." Right. I didn't do it. My mother calls her. Where's the picture? 
So then I was like, now I got to start putting the picture up for my mother. <laughs> then after a while, it's like, you know, because I only do it when we go to catch the bus. So they'll be like, so the weekend would come. People like, where's the picture? I was like, I just do it on weekends. <laughs> That's funny. Now it's like uh, more and more people are like, <laughs> man, I love that youngest younger. You know? <laughs> it's like, so I kind of was like, man, you know, and people saying stuff, you are a great father. And I'm like, you don't know that. Right, it's right, like, right, right. And you, you just look at, a you look at one 60-second increment right. of our day, and you're like, and you think that um, I'm a great father. But I, it just, to me, that was so funny. And I was right. like imagining a mockumentary world where um, I decide that since this is so popular and being mm -hmm. someone who's ambitious in the industry, I decide I'm going to make a show about us. Right. But my son decides he doesn't want to be a part of the show. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, um, and he, he wants residuals. So my best friend <laughs> decides to become his agent. And our conflict is me trying to get my son oh, to funny. be in my show. So that's I'm up funny. here still trying to prove that I'm a super, super dad, even though my son will not agree to be in a show with me. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's funny. When, have y'all done the first we, episode? We just started shooting. Um, we're looking to, to have him out by the fall. Okay. Are you going to shoot a bunch of episodes? I'm trying to shoot out. I'm trying to shoot out a, a, the Netflix model of shooting out a season, maybe five okay. or six okay. episodes, and the new Netflix model. Hey. Yeah, hey, it's awesome. Let people binge and gorge on your product. Yeah, people people want to watch them all in a row. How long are you going to run them? How long will they be? Like twenty two minutes, or like shorter? Shorter, like okay. you know, in the in the five, five to seven, seven minute okay. range. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. Good, good, good. Excellent. And Mark, uh, give me um, how did you feel being part of uh, Oh, so that guy? It was great, man. I had a great, you know, like Rick said, like uh, as a black comic working in the mainstream rooms, it's rarely that you have another black comic on a show. Right. It's usually back one. Then. Back then, it's usually now, one now black you, character. Now it's a little more prevalent. Way yeah, you now you can might you might be able to see it. Back then, it was yeah. it was it was the only place I worked where there was multiple black comics right. on prior to sold out comedy was. The Boston Comedy Club, right? And usually in a lot of the clubs, of a lot of the clubs, the the black comic would usually be on last. last. Yes, we call it the be black guy the, spot. The black guy <laughs> anchor spot because the black comedian usually and, and honestly, he has a lot of energy. He has a, a lot, lot of energy. energy. Usually, a lot of black comics would have a lot of energy because uh, a lot of us came from doing either both rooms, both right. black rooms and mainstream rooms, and so in the black rooms. You had to get people's attention right. a lot quicker. You uh, have to entertain so you as well as tell a joke. Entertain and perform and tell a joke. And so, uh, and I remember there, there were guys like, I remember Todd. Todd was the the, the main uh, main person, like really, you know, kicking up a fuss, saying, "Hey, man, I I want to get to sleep too. I don't feel like being last. being up and being yeah. last on the show. Yeah. I I have I have uh, my." By you putting me in, by you putting me in that last lot, you saying that I'm high energy, but I'm not high. I'm I'm funny. I'm a monologist. That's why he was right. the first kid. I, I'm a monologist, and you can put up some of these white boys and let them be high energy, but they don't want to go in that spot because they can't. You know, I would like right. Ty would get yeah, yeah, Ty would get Ty would. But you know, it's like, but he raised valid points. Yeah, you know. That nobody wanted to hear. It was a problem. It's like, it's, you know, it's, it's, I always it's used to tell approach. Todd. I was like, Todd, I was like, don't nobody want to hear the truth. Right. Especially when you're saying it like that. I'm like, these right. guys know they're not putting the black guys on the show. Right. You just telling them what they already know. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. right. But um, yeah, they they put you in the and they they try to give you the compliment. 
well, I don't know if my other comics can follow you. Well, they need to learn how to right, follow Right, because I have to be able to follow. If 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 uh, if Seinfeld comes in and bumps me, right. I still got to follow him. You know, I got to right. go on after him. So people, you you need discomfort to, to, to grow. help yeah. Uh, yeah. create greatness grow and grow. As a comic. Take that L. Word. <laughs> Word. Take that fat one. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> you got to. A lot of L's to get to where we are today. That's right. <laughs> Better take them. We had to take them. Right, right, right. And Mark, now what? Um, because I wanted to get back to your. Uh, <laughs> well, first, actually, uh-huh. because you both toured with Tracy, so how? Give Give me an idea how that even came about. Because from what I understand, I'll let you tell it. But from what I understand, Rick, you wound up touring with Tracy mm-hmm. because you you just happened to roll with Mark. I happened to roll with Mark. But this this yeah. is like for all the for all the comics out there that don't know, maybe New Jack comics that are listening, you have to understand. Sometimes that's why nepotism is a beautiful thing, man. Because yeah. sometimes you can look out for your boys and in, 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 unintentionally. You, right. you didn't even you you uh you were working with Tracy and yeah. uh, doing. Atlantic City. Right, right, right. And Atlantic you City. didn't want to... You, you, I just didn't want to drive. You didn't want to drive right. alone. Which is, a, which is a valid which is concern because right. concern Mark can, is the guy who will fall asleep in the middle of a conversation with you while driving. Absolutely, right. I, I was <laughs> there to save his life, basically. Right, right. But given given the circumstances of, of you, those Mark. guys... <laughs> Given the circumstances of the tragic car accident yeah. um, that they're all fortunately healing from, with the exception of, you know, God bless and rest in peace, uh, Jimmy, to Uncle Jimmy, Jimmy Mack. Mac. And Artie gets uh, out Thursday. Too. Artie gets out. Um, Artie is now out by the time. See, you don't understand. All right. By the time this is yeah, on, Artie, yeah, Artie Fuqua will out, be home. You know, <laughs> what's up, Artie? Here go Mark just ruining the chronology the magic. of, of the, the, the I'm magic, so sorry. man. You, you just, all in you, your moment. You, you pulling back moment. The, the curtain and showing that eyes a little short, dude. Um... <laughs> But given the circumstance, because now having that having happened, right. I know I'm more self-conscious about saying, you know, I'll just stay overnight. You yeah, know? yeah, like, man. like if, if and the, for anybody listening, man, uh, the the these cats having this tragic car accident happen and, and actual, um, you know, bodily harm where they they were all fighting for their lives, and we actually lost uh, one of our brothers in comedy. Yeah. Um, this should let comics know and any type of performer know, man, if they if they give you the hotel room, just take it, you know, take it and leave early in the morning if need be. Because I know for, for myself and that, well, all of us. And it's we, not necessarily you. It's, it's in, in not necessarily Tracy, you. It was right. It wasn't. It, wasn't, it was a guy was behind them. But because fun. people are more, the chances for people to be sleepy when it's dark out are are probably higher than when the sun is is first coming up and shining right in your retina, you know. Um, But so, yeah, so so take me back. Mark, you first worked with Tracy... Uh, with and Todd pulled kind of helped pull you in, right? Right. When when Todd was working, I was Todd. Well, hold up, and and to take it even further back. I pulled Todd in to work with me on SNL. SNL, that's right. Well, and we think we talked about this. Yeah, last yeah, time, we, we spoke about it. No, I'm just for, for those that might not have heard it. Um, so Todd started working with Tracy on his first Comedy Central special. Because he was frustrated with SNL. Because he was frustrated with SNL and right. didn't want to work, work with his boy anymore, um, like it was my <laughs> fault. Uh, but that's, you know, I'm, I've gotten past it. Uh, so he then. He still holds a grudge. You know, <laughs> so uh, nah, that's what I'm You know. 
Oh, because I'm glad I was happy that y'all got to go and make money with Tracy, you know. Yeah. So then Todd's working with Tracy, and then uh, Todd pulls you in, and then Tracy fires Todd <laughs> because Todd doesn't want to hang out at the strip club. And he wants him to eat proper food. That's yeah. why he fired him. Yeah, with, Todd, Todd is perfect. You know, hey, Tracy, I'm trying to look out for your life. Tracy eventually did change. Right, right, right. When we were when we were rolling, we didn't do no strip clubs. Right. And... He was like, he wasn't drinking. No, I don't we drink were, no more. Yeah. And, you, and we were saying, uh, we were saying that. But it's sometimes funny. you gotta come to these. Uh, you gotta come to these things on your own. Oh, Somebody yeah, tells oh, you when you're not ready own. for it. You, uh, you may fire somebody. But that's that's what's funny because we we were uh, discussing earlier how off before we started rolling how uh, people will attempt to to peer pressure you into drinking or smoking. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, and it's dude. crazy because. You're like, I, I beat this peer pressure in, in junior high. You yeah, really keeps, think I'm a... Dude, I, but I, I it just, continues, just happened man. to me on a cruise ship. Where people... Yeah, right. Mark's everybody was... I, I had to drink, but like, I... Look, look, I drink right, wine. Right. That's all I drink. Right, right. Rick knows that. Everybody knows that. I kill it. That's the only thing I drink. He's a wino. I was hanging <laughs> with this guy, Tommy Drake. Shout out to Tommy. That yeah. dude hooked me up. I haven't been on the ship's... The guy that books the ships was beefing like he wants his own people. He's like, I don't know reasons, who this guy is. One of the reasons you hadn't been on the ships is because, I was because with fortunately Tracy. you were torn with right. Tracy. So as I was torn with Tracy, they brought in a new guy. He wants to bring his own people in. He's like, I don't know who this ball right. is. Right. I came back like, can I get on him? No, I don't know you. Right. I don't know if you're funny enough. I was like, really? I've been doing this for two years, and now all of a sudden right. I'm not funny enough to do and the then, shift. Then didn't he say something like, uh, or someone said, oh, well, we heard you didn't do a good job or yeah, something, something tried, crazy? he tried yeah. to hit me with some, I heard you had a bad review. I was like, oh, could you forward it to me? Because right. I used to check right, my right, reviews. Right, right. So I was like, could you forward it? And he couldn't. Right. So, you know, maybe he got word of mouth. I don't know. I'm not going to say he lied, but right. I'll just say he got misinformation. He just, yeah, there you okay? go. <laughs> and so I had to go back and redeem myself on this ship. And I had to hang out with the... One of the things you got to do is hang out so you, you get a good politics. review. You right, you got to politics. So everybody... I had a cruise director that drank every night. Tommy Drake does an act where he does five shots in the middle of his act. Which so, is insane. Which is insane. Tommy could drink. But Tommy's the coolest guy to hang out right. with. So I found myself drinking every night with these people just to hang so Mark's I get a good review. to the peer pressure. So I was an alcoholic for six days at sea. <laughs> <laughs> That's my point. Right, and right. I got my good reviews. <laughs> right. <laughs> but but taking it back even further, so you, you're working the cruise. You're... you're uh, Todd actually was well, Todd Lane, our our, our our fallen soldier, our brother. Um, Todd's doing the cruises, and then he he plugged you into doing the cruises. Right, Terry Hodges actually. Terry that. Hodges, right? Terry Hodges right. is who opens up for Chris Tucker. It's, right. That's my man. Shout out to uh, yeah, Terry. Terry's he a brought good us, dude. He brought us both in. So through uh, via Roger Paul, and Roger Paul was second guessing. I don't know if they could do clean and. He's like, which goes back to what we exactly. were saying. Which as goes far back to our whole point. The sold out, which comedy. is everybody second guessed the black comic. Can you do clean? I was like. I was like, what, Roger, you, me and Todd have done a actual uh, gospel comedy. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, right, right. Right, the we're Kingdom, kingdom Comedy. Kingdom Comedy. Yeah. All of us. We're the, we're right. the cast all, of Kingdom Comedy. All of us comedy. sitting here were on the same DVD. Right. I'm like, we Which did they, one. by the way, they run all, all the time. All the time. All the time. And yes. it's sold. It's, you on can find Bounce it on Network. Netflix. You can find it everywhere. On Wiz Network? Bounce. Okay. On Because people always will hit me like, yeah, you did this gospel thing in a suit. I'm like, huh? And yeah. I'm like, oh, right. Kingdom Comedy. Ricky's we run it all the time. Comedy. But that's yeah. that's my that's what we second guess. So it, it took Terry really pushed for us, Terry right. Hodges, right. and got us on the cruise ships. And once we were on, they were like, oh, y'all good. So we were good until this new guy came in. And then right. I had to 
prove myself. Always got to prove my love. <laughs> prove my love. <laughs> so what, what, always got to prove yourself, from, man. Oh, uh, five, five Heartbeats. Five Heartbeats. Five heartbeats. Five heartbeats. We have made lots of Five Heartbeats yeah. references. Right, yeah, we have. That's, that's what we do. <laughs> and that's what we had to do to get so, back on it. So, uh, taking it back. So, um... How did you go from you at the one point you're you're doing you're doing like mo I remember you were doing multiple cruise ships every did, month. Right. And I wanted to get off the ships because I just wanted to get on ships because you just had uh had uh my wife lost uh, her job. She right. uh her health wasn't great. Right. So you know, she has lupus. So I uh, right. I had to I was you know, I had to take care of everything. So I was the ships was paying me everything I needed to I had to take care of my family. So I was taking and care of And you wanted of, to be home. And I wanted to be home. So I saw Tracy was at Caroline's one day. So I said, Let me go by because I know, you know, we got a relationship together. Right. But I couldn't, you know, after Tracy And you were just going to hang out. Yeah, I was going to hang out, but I knew that I could write for him. Right, okay. But it was a, it was so, a possibility. So in the back of your mind, you actually were going down saying, Absolutely. you know, let me get in his head. Let me just see what he's... Okay. I just wanted okay. to see where he was at. I never knew that. Yeah, because, uh, you know, I knew Tracy when he was drinking. I was like, I can't hang with Tracy drinking. Yeah, no, Tra Tracy... Because I just couldn't, I couldn't hang like that. I'm a family Tracy man now. Tracy goes in. I mean, or he used to go but in. He was like, yo, I ain't drinking no more. I'm, I'm about to finish 30 Rock. I'm about to do this tour. You think you can write it? I was like... You know I can write it. Right. I've done it before. Right. So he's like, call me. So like, all right. So I called him. More call me up. Right. So we went on a tour <laughs> for three weeks with me and Artie and Tracy and Big Mel. Shout out to Artie Fuqua. Mike. He's home. Puerto he's Rican healthy. Mike. White and, women get ready. Right. <laughs> White women get ready. Because Artie is coming. <laughs> <laughs> you just get on board. He's coming back. You just get on board. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. I, I would love to tell yeah. the story about Artie. I gotta yeah. wait till oh, Artie, Artie comes on. Artie comes on. I hate to talk about people that ain't here. And Artie just here. get on board. <laughs> Hallelujah. Our, our, our road Fuqua. manager from that from that bus trip is always calling about Artie. I think she likes him. <laughs> On a side Shout note. Shout out to Kristen. <laughs> On a side note. Is Artie stop. okay? Is yet? Artie all right? I was, saw that. There were other people on the bus. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I saw that Tracy was okay and his lawyer was on the Today Show. And Jeff, they had the baby. How's Artie? How's Artie? Is he good? <laughs> Is he, I tried to uh, go see him, but there were, like, I heard there were other women in the, in the room and I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to make it weird because he and I are just friends. <laughs> Sure you are. <laughs> sure you're just friends. Okay, so go ahead. Yeah, so that led just to... Just get on... No, I'm sorry. That led, to, <laughs> that led to us touring, and he did a Live Nation tour, so we were touring that, and we started... Uh, he got a special that he had to do, but at the same time, we uh, uh, we also had a movie that I was writing. So, so how, how did... So with the movie, the movie, uh, how did how did it transition from you working as... Writing for his special... Uh, to you writing movie? I was just, uh, he was just like, yo, you got any movie ideas? Which I was like, yeah. So just one day, y'all just kicking it. Right, he was like, and, you got any movie ideas? Okay. I got a producer that wants some movie ideas. So I was like, yeah. So I wrote up some ideas. One of the things I wrote when I was, I went to NYU, I took night courses. I mm -hmm. think I talked about this before. Mm -hmm. So, I, so I, I pitched one of the ideas. I pitched another idea based on his life. The, the producer, Bob Simon, shout out to Bob Simon. Uh -huh. Liked it. <laughs> Uh, he was like, yo, that's good. It's that and the other. And we started meeting over that. And I started talking to this guy, Bob. And Bob has done everything from Dave Chappelle's Half-Baked and all this other stuff. But it led us to, 
He got, yo, I got this project with Eddie. He wants Tracy in it. Okay. Can you rewrite it? Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Okay. So I said, yeah, of course. I, I said, yeah, without looking at it. You know what I'm okay. saying? Because I'm of like, course. of course, I'm going to do it's it. Eddie Murphy. Whatever. You, Eddie you don't want to work with me? How bad could it be? So, you know, he gave me a basic outline that I think the Cullen Brothers Tracy did. Morgan and Eddie Murphy? Are and you crazy? Got to be Got to be real. So That's magic. So I, I wrote that, but at the time that I was writing that, we was touring. So mm -hmm. I gotta, I'm sitting there going, I got to write a movie for Eddie and Tracy and, and write a special, special for Tracy Boom. and tour. So I was like, it's a lot for me to do. Right. So I started pulling people in. So that's that's where I was. So at what point... And I didn't even know I was going to pull Rick in, to be honest right, with you. Yeah, I right. was like, Rick was just... Came with me. Okay. But Rick, I knew Rick. I knew just hanging around Tracy, if right. he liked you, you could be in. So I right. knew it was a possibility. Okay. And he knows and, I'm a likable guy. And he's right. a likable guy. So he was just <laughs> like, yo, what you think about this joke, uh, Rick? Rick was like, oh, oh yeah, I think, yeah. you know, you, you could know do what? this. Yeah, because remember, we I, we got to Atlantic City. Right. And That's Tracy, you know, you know, Tracy we all was know. clean. Right. <laughs> so it's like, he's like, yo, he's like, watch my set. He says this to Tracy, me. Tracy yeah. just randomly, yeah, so just to set up the picture for, for the people that haven't followed along. Ooh. So... Mark has a gig uh, opening for Tracy in Atlantic City. You've now been touring with Tracy for how long, approximately? Five, four or five months. Four or five months. Uh, you have a gig in Atlantic City. You're like, you know what? I know I'm going to be tired driving back. Do you have a hotel room? I could have, but because I was, I had a deadline with the script, and my, so you my wife and my son were away, I had two weeks. Okay, so you were trying to, to maximize. finish as much of this script as I okay. could. So I knew I didn't want to stay down there. I right, wanted to right, come right. back back and So, right. boom, you call Rick, and you're like, yo, Rick, will you, yo, Rick, will you ride with me? Yeah. Um, I'm going to do this thing with Tracy. But at the same time, in your mind, you're knowing that you need some, you you might need uh, someone else to help support right. all of the writing and, and alleviate the load. So you say to yourself, you know what, I can bring Rick. Because I know if uh, Tracy vibes with Rick, Rick is going to uh, be right. hired as well. Absolutely. Boom. Okay. So right. So when I get there, Tracy tells me, he's like, hey, man, watch my set. So I'm like, I watched the set. Okay. So afterwards, uh, it's Tracy, Artie, Mark, and I'm in the room. And they're starting to talk and do notes over the whole set that he just did. Okay. So I'm there. I'm like in the back of my head. Is he told me to watch. So when I, I, so I just started interjecting like I was supposed to be there. Okay. And, um, Boom. It's like he liked everything that I interjected, and he asked it, uh, you want to write? I was like, What if he, sure. at that point he said, You ever kiss a man? <laughs> <laughs> like, it was acting. It was acting. <laughs> Good. I was like, But yeah, so it, it was like he, um, you know, he asked if, if I wanted to write, and I was like, You know, I'm not doing nothing. <laughs> you know, why would I not want to write? In my head, I'm like, I acted like, when will this be, and how long will I be writing? Right, you know, you got right. to ask a few right. questions and make it seem like you, you, like, yeah, you, you can't debate seem it. desperate. Right? <laughs> right. You got to act like, it's like you, sure, you know. And so, you know, and it was on. And so, so that night, Tracy pretty much hires you, yeah. to be down. Yeah, right. Right. That's back. Amazing. I was like, I was like, thanks for taking me, Mark. That's the, yeah, for real. No, that's amazing. Listen, you know what? I wanna I wanna bring y'all back because I know I know uh, we all have to run, but I wanna bring y'all back. This is a perfect place for a cliffhanger, wouldn't you say? <laughs> this is a perfect place for a cliffhanger. So for the rest of this story, you have to tune in to the Father Mucket Protocol yet again next week. We appreciate y'all y'all uh, continuing to support. Uh, y'all have anything coming out? Y'all wanna plug? Yeah. Just just go Google me, Rick Younger. Go Google to rickyounger.net. Check me out on Twitter, at Mark Theo, M-A-R-C-T-H-E-O. And what about uh, when Instagram? When you go to uh, at Mark Theo, Instagram is encourage Mark him to get a, get a website. Encourage yes. Mark Theobald <laughs> to get a website. 
I'm on the underground. Illuminati. 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 He's like, the website's about to go the way of the eight track. I'm not going to get caught up in that. Right, right, right. Yo, and uh, yo, y'all keep keep uh, supporting the For the Mugging Protocol. The, uh, support the movement. <laughs> we have a running gag with that term. Um, this is your man, Dean Edwards, man. Y'all can find me on Instagram, Twitter at I am Dean Edwards, man. Uh, shout out to uh, the publicist Mia for looking out and always making sure that anytime we get to a city that the uh, the TV and radio want to listen to me and let me get some burn. And uh, that's Mia Lloyd. And uh, and yo, we're gonna we're gonna continue this conversation because it's 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 so rich, and I'm I'm actually fascinated because I'm I'm both your friends, and I never knew this was exactly <laughs> how I always wondered, but I never knew exactly how it went down, you know, because at one point, same way when Rich got in, yeah, well, like, that's yeah. that's boom, that's because at one point it seemed like Tracy had a roaming like like. 20 people. I was like, wait, he works with him too. You know? <laughs> um, so, yo, y'all, y'all make sure you, uh, you know, come back next week to hear the rest of this, man, because it's a fascinating story. I am Dean Edwards, my man, Big Mike, on the boards with the thumbs up. Uh, we'll see if Joseph Vesey ever makes it back here, man. He's he's doing big things at Guan, so he doesn't want to come back, evidently. Uh, I'm just playing, man, but uh, shout out to Joseph Vesey. Y'all check him out on Joseph Vesey, at Joseph Vesey on Instagram. Twitter and check out his uh, clips on his YouTube channel. Uh, and this is the For the Monkey Protocol. Big up to all things comedy, yo. Check out some of the other shows. Uh, my boy uh, Ian Edwards has Soccer Comic Rant. Um, you can catch Brian Scalero has a funny uh, podcast on uh, Another, <laughs> yeah, on, on all things comedy. Happen. <laughs> that can't happen. <laughs> yeah, so uh, y'all check out a couple of our other uh, brothers in comedy on all things comedy, man. It's your man Dean Edwards, and we'll catch y'all next week, man. Be easy, two fingers. <laughs> <laughs>